With regard to Section 25, the ANC should adopt a more comprehensive multi-pronged approach that is based on the following steps. Immediately use Section 25 of the Constitution to press ahead with the expropriation of land where we can in order to test the argument that the Constitution permits expropriation without compensation in certain circumstances. Immediately pass the expropriation bill and land redistribution bill in order to bring greater clarity to the transformative intent and impact of the Constitution. Ensure that the constitutional review process is used to avoid ambiguity and to bring greater clarity to Section 25.2b of the Constitution. If it is found that the current legal formulation, including the Constitution and any other law, impend or slow down effective land distribution in order to ensure the realization of the principle of expropriation without compensation, therefore it must be amended to bring that clarity, to put without compensation. Lamola also announced on the recommendations regarding farm evictions. So we're calling upon all departments and government to work together and ensure that there is no farm evictions proceeding as we move forward. But also we've said this must also be dealt with at the presidential level. The president must appoint some kind of a panel that will enable him and guide him in this process to stop farm evictions immediately. But also the, the commission dealing with this aspect has also said farm dwellers claims, I think there are about 22,000 of them, they must be quickly resolved. The land in those areas must be immediately expropriated without compensation, immediately. Because we believe Section 25 does not stop the, the government from expropriating land where farm dwellers are currently residing and give it immediately to farm dwellers and the labor tenants. Because this land no one can claim to have been using productively. These farm dwellers and labor tenants have been working in these farms for many years. So there's no production that is going to be affected, but anyway, they've got a valid claim. So we are saying there's a case that is already before the Supreme Court of Appeal. The rural development must conclude on this case and give these farm dwellers their title deeds in this land. It's about 22,000 of them. We have also said, with regard to communal land, it's also going to be a discussion further in the NEC, but the position of the NEC is to democratize all communal land in the country and enable people in rural areas to reside and have security of tenure. On the urban land, the Restitution Bill or Act is going to address the issue, which is the current burning issue across the country, particularly on urban residences, that um, there is not enough urban land for the migration of people into the urban cities. So the Redistribution Act must be used to enable people to have urban land, but also state-owned entities must be enabled, we must amend the legislations that relates to big state-owned entities that own urban land, to, to release that land, to give it to people across the country, particularly in the urban areas. And I think the government of Gauteng has already started. But institutions like Transnet, Prasa, and other huge state entities have urban land in some of the areas, but laws do not allow them because they are used, in a, they are used for their purpose, but not for the purpose of resettlement. So-
And that was ANC NEC member Ronald Lamola. We just want to uh, speak to Mzukisi Kota about uh, the ANC and uh, their decision not to amend or change Section 25 of the Constitution as it uh, relates to the expropriation without compensation bill. Um, Mzukisi, thanks so much for speaking to us this afternoon. Thank you very much for having me, Sakina. It's a pleasure to be on you. Sure. So it's very interesting, the ANC now uh, saying that they've decided not to amend or change uh, Section 25 of the Constitution. And um, in your analysis, I think quite compellingly, you actually uh, start by making the argument that as the public, we actually don't know much. And, and it was from the very onset rather unclear as to what the meaning and ambit of uh, Parliament's adoption of that particular bill was uh, actually was. So just speak to us briefly about that. Um, absolutely. I mean, I think it's actually apparent um, from the outcome of this land summit that the ANC itself was very unclear um, on what they were trying to achieve. And they're now starting to do some of the thinking that should probably have been done before the motion was put before Parliament. But I think they, they found themselves basically backed into a corner there. Um, and so, so the motion itself is quite broad, um, and it's, it's some type of compromise position between a um, very aggressive stance wanted by the EFF and the ANC trying to claw back some of this ground and bring this to a bit more to their center, um, a center grounding. But, but the result of that is that it, it is very difficult to get a sense from the motion of, of what exactly is this potential amendment to Section 25 of the Constitution going to look like. And, and just on that note, Sakina, um, I, I'm not as confident as you that they've actually said they will not be amending Section 25 of the Constitution. Um, I just thought I would, I would um, flag that point. I, I think fair enough. Uh, fair enough, because as we've seen, I mean, um, the, the, this was also unprecedented for the ANC to do the sort of cons- consultative work and allowing mm. outsiders into their uh, deliberations on the matter, which of course shows that they haven't finally made up their minds on this matter on how to proceed as well. Agreed. And I think that's probably the most positive thing from, I guess, sitting as a lawyer and, uh, and, and I think from a general public is actually the fact that the ANC seems to have opened its mind. They're approaching, they're approaching this whole constitutional review process with an open mind as to whether even the question of whether an amendment is required. And that's what I think is really the most significant thing coming out of their, their communications today, that they're open-minded as to whether there might actually be mechanisms that government has failed to really um, try and investigate and use in Section 25 for its transformative potential rather than rushing to say it needs to be amended. So, so that, I think, is, is really very welcome for anyone who's been a bit concerned as to what this means and what does it look like. Not, not just the principle of expropriation of the conversation, but what an amendment to Section 25 of the Constitution means and what it means in relation to the balancing exercise required by the Constitution. And also some of the rhetoric that people have been very worried about, that, that Section 25 of the Constitution is, in fact, the biggest hurdle to land redistribution and land transformation. So the ANC seems to actually be, through consulting broadly and not just within the ANC, be, be taking that, those aspects of the resolution quite seriously. Um, that, you know, you'll remember that President Ramaphosa, when he gave the State of the Nation, spoke about how whatever the, the future land redistribution or land tenure looks like, it must be done with broad-based consultation. And that came across again in the EFF's own resolution that they put forward. And it's, it's great to see that actually being 
taken on board by the ANC within its own processes before they even get to their own NEC and actually welcoming a broader participation group. So just a final question. Is the constitution as it currently stands a hindrance mm-hmm. in addressing the land issue? Because you also grapple with this in your analysis, asking whether there's a crisis regarding this land question. So, I mean, on that point, I think, as, as, as the, uh, Lamula, Mr. Ronald Lamula correctly points out, the, there is a difficulty in Section 25.2b with the idea of expropriating without compensation. It might be possible in certain limited circumstances to do that, but generally I think if they're going to go on an aggressive expropriation without compensation, they are going to run into some constitutional difficulties um, if they have it as a general principle. But, but he did point out some, some instances which are probably good cases, such as where there are labor tenants who currently live on a piece of farm anyway that no one can argue that that is being used for other commercial purposes. So, so expropriating that piece of land that the farm dweller currently has their homestead on and they currently live on and use um, without compensation would seem to be probably a good test case for where um, I know that I'll probably come under a lot of criticism for you for, for saying that. But I think that, that these are probably good test cases to see how far can they push this policy within the limits of the existing Section 25. Um, but it is primarily, I mean, some of the things you mentioned, like the case before the SCA, that case is about the failure of the government department to protect labor tenants. So a lot of what is coming across this weekend, even from Khalima Mantranti's statements, is about government's own failures. Um, and now they seem to be saying, okay, fine, we're going to take this seriously and we're going to try and see what we can do as government within the existing framework. But we are still looking in the constitutional review process. We're going to look to see the extent to which that requirement to pay compensation, albeit only just an equitable compensation as opposed to market-related compensation, whether that requirement creates limitations and how we we basically loosen those limitations within that requirement. That is still very much on the cards from, from, his, from his speech.